0: Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Welcome back to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my Co-host and cohort, Victor out. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Yeah, I don't know. I can't answer for them, but I think they're hopefully doing well. Well, you know, this isn't live
1: show, right? <laughs> yeah, there you I go. I got to remind myself. They cannot right. answer. There is no phone in. That's right. Not yet, right? <laughs> no, no. no. Even if they did, we, we wouldn't know the answer. We haven't raised that money yet, but <laughs> right. that's
0: right. That's right. Well, we got to ask Deacon Jeff over here, so right. we can could, we could phone it in to him. But now, ain't you doing okay?
1: I am, I'm doing good. It is a dreary day. I mean, I know that the word dreary yeah. is kind of hard to label, but it's it's pretty dreary outside. Yeah, it's
0: gotten nasty. We had a nice weekend, but now the, it's, you know, sort of the threats of snow and yeah. colder weather and all that. Winter
1: right? darkness is here now. That's right, but yeah. there's a
0: purpose for it all, right? That's like, true. There's, yeah. there's a rhyme and a reason to everything. Stay and, inside. Right. Yeah, it's purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's right, stay inside. That's the purpose of the day. But now I want to talk about that. You know, we, we mentioned perfect, uh, purpose, and It makes me think about significance and some of these other things. And, you know, I've been looking at uh, and thinking about a lot about men lately. I mean, that's what this show's about. And and trying to read my own heart and desires. And, you know, I was looking at Facebook the other day, and everything that I scrolled through, like almost every other thing that pulled up on the news feed was like Marvel Superhero or, you know, Disney Plus or Batman or, or all of these things or the new Star Wars movie. And it made me think, like, I mean, these are things that I love. But there is so much, like... It's all these Marvel movies are, are the highest grossing movies of all time, and they keep one up in each other. And why are men so drawn to these things? Like, what is it about Captain America or Iron Man or the Spider Man or these, you know, Luke Skywalker walking into the Death Star against you know Darth Vader and the and the Emperor? Like, what is it that we're so drawn to in these heroic tales? The Rocky movies, where you know where he's going up against all odds, and why is it that we're so drawn to that? You know, you look around and. And you see now more than ever, you know, guys in their 30s and 40s that that they spend a ton of their time sitting in their underwear in their parents' basement playing video games, right? Like, that's my deal. Like, I'm going to – we went to throw axes one night for our men's group. Yeah. And, you know, they have this huge section of, you know, big screen TVs and there's video game consoles hooked up. And there's, like, grown men sitting over there playing them. And, look, I'm not knocking anybody for their hobbies or anything. right? But you're going, like, Wow, like that's where our society is now. Is that, that that that's how I'm gonna spend my time is is diving into this virtual world, mm-hmm. right? And it made me wonder, like, why why do we do that? Like, why are we always searching for something on the exterior? You know, and, and it's everything we're drawn to is 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 a virtual reality, right? You look around and you see all these companies now vying for the newest and greatest virtual reality thing to stick your phone on and to physically put a something that covers your eyes from the reality of the world. Right. Well, it's like it's been, that
1: movie, Ready Player One. Right, yeah, yeah and it's, yeah. it's
0: now that you have something that covers your your ability to see this wonderful world that God's created to go into something else. And you begin to wonder like, what is it that we're really looking for? Mm-hmm. Like intrinsically inside of us, what are we searching for? And so I started to think about that and I'm thinking like, it's our purpose, right? Like each and every one of us has a desire, a longing in our hearts, to be significant, to mean something, to leave, like you see people on their deathbed that have lived a certain way in their life and then you hear them going like, I wish I had done this, I now I wish I had given more of myself, I wish I had, and so there's this purpose that we all feel inside of us and it's like we're trying to live it out, we're trying to find it in these other things because you look at like a, a superhero like Tony Stark, right, Iron Man. He's got all the money, he's you know, sleeping with all kind of women, He's He's, you know, he's the smart-aleck guy, he has no care in the world, he makes a suit, he basically says like, I have no powers, but I'm gonna create them for myself, because I'm all about me and what I am, and I'm gonna go make myself a hero. And then he winds up doing that, and you see so many guys that like that are showing up to these movies dressed like that, and, and you're going like, what is it that we're searching for? And I wonder if it's not just this deeper purpose, this longing we have in our hearts for, like there's, I'm created for something mm-hmm. and I don't know what that is. So I'm finding it in everything else. Like, I don't know. The deepest longing in my heart is to be a hero, to save the day, to, to, to find significance in the fact that I did something on a large scale and people saw that and recognize something. and Now I'm important right. or there's meaning to my life.
1: Well, there's some sort of disconnect when you, what you're mentioning is that we all seek the, the better sense of our, ourselves. You know, being courageous and in, in some form of a, whether it's in a, a character in a book or a movie, and we kind of wonder like, okay, what is it about me that I can, you know, kind of transcend into this kind of character? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why people like cosplay is like a huge thing. People will dress up as their favorite hero or villain, however you know, and they'll they'll spend hours making a costume, and then in the sense pretend to be that person, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the purpose that we, we kind of struggle, we, we lose, is like, who am I? What, right. what am I supposed to be doing? You know, yeah. what am I spending my time on? And and like I said, it's like that movie, um, uh, God, good, 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 good gracious, I can't think of it, but Neo, okay? Oh, yeah, Matrix. Matrix, yeah. okay. All right, that, that was like a huge, like early 2000, 2001, that movie came out, right? Mm-hmm. 1999 maybe. It pretty much changed a, a lot of us in the sense of going – the dullness of reality, mm-hmm. you know, that's what it's saying. Because it, whenever he was out doing stuff, it was like the lo- the lighting was low and stuff, and yeah, just dirty, he just got wrinkled was horrible, clothes. Yeah. He wasn't really into his job, you know, and and we were a lot of us identified with it, right? The like, fantasy you know, world, right. yeah, Yeah. And then he took the what the blue pill. I yeah. can't remember what pill he took. One of the pills, and then off he went into science fiction, you know, world. So sure. and he became uh, a hero, right? Mm-hmm. So all of us wants to have a little bit of a hero in ourselves. Mm-hmm. But we're trying to figure out where it is, you know? Right. Well it's just I think it's a call that we we don't understand
0: the call in our lives, right? Like we were put here for one reason, one reason only, to love and serve the Lord and to bring other people to him. But that's not for some reason with with people we don't understand that calling. We it's not good enough for us. Like you know, we'll sit here and go, sit at the end of the game movie, the, the last Avengers movie, and if you hadn't seen it, sorry, I'm about to ruin part of it, but there's a scene at the end where basically everybody's been knocked out, beat up, shoved to the side, you know, Thor's over there about to, he's had his butt kicked, fat Thor, and, you know, Iron Man's all messed up, and Captain America's the only one standing there, and he's, he's fought, he's faced Thanos one-on-one, you know, and Thanos beat the stew out of him, too, well then all of a sudden you look behind him and here's all these ships and like this insurmountable odds coming behind Thanos. Mm-hmm. And Captain America's like, you know, he barely gets up and he's limping and, and he takes his broken shield that nobody was supposed to break and he grabs that leather strap and he just straps it really hard to his arm and stands there like, all right, I- I'll take this on. I'm gonna I'm gonna die doing this or you're gonna have to go through me and we're like, yeah, yeah, like you show him and then like we're so drawn to that. But Jesus Christ our Lord said like, there's no greater love than this than to lay down your life for a friend but we don't see the same significance in that mm-hmm. like being called to do that instead we think no i'm going to i'm going to go put on this suit and i'm going to live vicariously through this character and and the danger is that that we begin to put our our own ability to change the world our own ability to be something in somebody's life to be a hero only on the exterior right like it's we take it completely out of ourselves and say I've gotta become this, I've gotta become that, I've gotta look like this, I've gotta build my body to form like this, I have to I have to have this certain charism. But the thing is, God made you to be a hero, every single one of us. Now yeah, we have different gifts and different charisms, but he made each and every one of us for a purpose. And I think that's what we're all searching for. Is we have this, we know that there's this, almost this feeling that we know that there's something great that we're capable of. But we don't know how we don't know what it is. We don't identify it. So we dive deeper into these these fake worlds where all of a sudden, you know what? I can I can grab a light sword and go through here and, and slice up countless bad guys and 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 win this thing and, and I've become this hero. Right? I've lived out this childhood dream to be out of myself. But the Lord would tell each and every one of us, you don't need to be anybody else. What I made you to be is perfect. What I made you to be is significant. What I made you to be means something. And you you've got to spend the time to figure out what that is, but we all have that call inside of us to be great. There's a quote I read from a book, and I mean actually I was I didn't read a book. Sorry, I lied. I googled it, googled and it, it's yeah. an it's a uh, an author an author of a book. It's not a Catholic book or anything else, but I saw this quote from one of her writings, and it's pretty awesome. It describes what we're talking about. It says heroes didn't leave ta- uh, didn't leap tall buildings or stop bullets with an outstretched hand. They didn't wear boots and capes. They bled and they bruised. And their superpowers were simple, were as simple as listening or loving. Heroes were ordinary people who knew that even if in their own lives, even if their own lives were impossibly knotted, they could untangle someone else's, and maybe that one could act. That one act could lead someone to rescue you right back. So what it's saying is like we we have this illusion, these delusions of grandeur that we got to be out there and we got to jump in front of a bullet to save a family, or and that's how we're going to leave our mark in this world. So the obituary in the paper reads. There lies John Edwards. You know he 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 ran and, and tackled a gunman and took a bullet to the head and died, saving so many people. To be significant, like we we it's it's all this projecting. That's why you see all these movies and things that are grossing all this money, right. and guys are lining up in lines to just like be the first person to see it, because it's it's that's how we're living out this call to be great. But we're not truly living it out. It's a fantasy.
1: Right. We're already significant. As right. you're saying, God called us for a reason and a purpose, and the purpose is to love him, serve him. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's diving deeper into our faith and diving deeper into a leadership within the church, you know. And you were talking about this earlier about, like, the importance of going on and, and like, if you're a father, be mm-hmm. the best father you can be. If you're yeah. married, be the best spouse you can be. If if you're single, then be a mentor to somebody, you know. And, and if you're a boss, be the amazing boss, you know. Yeah and 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 use that gift to teach and to lead and, and and leave the place better and that's really what we're supposed to do
0: right well that's that, that's a good point yeah. like you know you're we look at like martyrdom right the readings yesterday uh the first readings from Maccabees was about the the woman and her and her children her sons and they all died for the faith just because they wouldn't eat pork like they would not go against what they knew God had said not to do and at the end of it the mother looks at him and says like you can't you couldn't have come from me right like What you are doing is greater than what I have been able to do. And so martyrdom, you see all through the history of the church, these people that were willing to die for Christ, like for what they believed in, not just the ones that knew Christ, that walked with Christ, or knew the apostles, the one that physically walked with him, but people for millions of years afterwards. There's people in today's world and other parts of the world, there are world countries that are dying for the faith. But we forget the fact that that we're called to be martyrs as well. And in the western world, like look, we're not getting crucified. We're not getting our heads cut off. But we are called to martyr ourselves to our own desires, to to die to self. Like that's how we can be heroic by by like you said, being the father that you're called to be, putting your putting your children ahead of your needs, putting your wife ahead of your needs. You know, beating back selfishness at every 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 chance you have, every bit of your day. When that when that ugliness and that desire to be anything but virtuous and holy rears its ugly head, that's your time to be a hero. That's when you're living as a hero. In right. those moments and those everyday choices God puts before us. You know, I was talking to a guy the other day and he said, you know, he said that, you know, I want I want to be a virtuous man. How do I be virtuous? Like, give me the playbook on being virtuous or or tell me the secret. And, and basically what I told the guys, I said, look, it's it's the choices every single moment of every single day. You don't like make one decision and all of a sudden you're you're there's no serum that makes you from a, a weakling like Captain America was into this guy that can run and jump over cars and throw a shield 40, you know, 40 miles an hour, 400 yards, and 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 beat up 15 guys at once. It's the decisions we make every single day. Like I'm presented with this. What's the better part? Choosing that all day long. I know I'm called, and it's even in ministry, I know I'm called to go to this meeting with all these men and it's gonna be for this good thing, but is that good for my family? Is it good for my wife? Is it good for my children? Like choosing that better part all day long, we've talked about this stuff a million times, Yeah. but I just, you know, I, I look around this world and you just go like, man, there are so many men that could be so great, you know, that were called to live this greatness and we look at that as work. Yeah, but if somebody walked up to us and said, Here's this drug. Here's this serum. It's going to make you awesome. Here's this pill. Yeah, 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 it's going to change you. It's going to make you into what you want to be. We would take it in a heartbeat. But Jesus Christ comes to us. He's available in Mass every single day with that pill, that Eucharist. It says, this is your superpower. I am your superpower. What you understand is like you will never be great without me. You will never achieve the things that your heart desires without me. I am your superpower. You know, all these things, I, now when I go and talk, and i and I write these articles, and I'm not, I say this completely in humility, I mean, please, I hope people understand that, but I go do these things, and people are so quick to come up and go, thank you, what you did was so great, what you are, what you've become is so great, you've made such an impact on my life, and I appreciate that, I understand where that comes from, but I didn't do a damn thing, Jesus Christ did that. Like, all I did was open myself up to be a vessel for him, to listen to his word, to say what he wanted me to say. You know, he's given me the courage to open up my life and to share. You know, I mean, I think that's one thing that touches people when I I share the story of my life, is that just the courage part of it, like the guys go, wow, like, what does it feel like to do that? But it's not me, It's, it's the courage and the strength of Jesus Christ. It's that power I get through going for that nourishment of the body and the blood every single day of my life that I can possibly make it because he makes me great. Without him, I am nothing. And we have this desire to be these life changers, to to have a footnote in the pages of history of how we have affected this world and to have a mark left behind. And we're not going to do it by having the highest score in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. We're not going to do it by how many Avengers movies we saw we're going to do it by buckling down and doing the training, the things that real men do to become heroes in the lives of others, to know Jesus Christ and be able to say and to look and stand up in the face of this world and look at it courageously and say, I know Jesus Christ and he is the difference and he is the one thing that this world needs and stand up to testify that. That's being a hero.
1: Right. When you know Christ, you know anything that may be a barrier really isn't a barrier. And I say that because it's like it it, it comes at you as if it's if it's something that's going to detract you from your faith Mm -hmm. but it actually makes you stronger in your faith right you're going look i i disagree with you and here's the reason why but you know you still out of love you 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 nurture them you guide them where you are are in your faith um there's people that are against a lot of things the church stands for Mm -hmm. you know and and so and we're the disciples out in the world you know pushing the mother church you know saying christ is the answer he is mm-hmm. the answer and and for all of us who are listening who are trying to make our lives more important in a sense of communication with our faith and with others you know that's that's kind of like the martyrdom as you were saying for us in the western world is to live in the world that doesn't honestly truly respect the church most yeah. of the time and that's tough because you're going to come against groups and people who think you're misguided and and think you're you know, um, antiquated, but really, we're we're living the truth,
0: right? And that's the thing. Like, you can have all the attributes of these heroes, right? Like courage, stand up even when nobody else is, and to fight these things of the world that say Christianity's wrong and Catholicism is wrong and birth control and all these things out there that we should have a right to do whatever we want to be able to stand up against that stuff. To persevere, perseverance—that's what every hero has, right? Like when the when the going gets tough, the t- you know, they keep fighting. Well, you do the same thing for Jesus Christ. You be a, a martyr for him. One, one of the readings last week from, uh, it was one of, I don't remember where it was from, but it was St. Paul. And he said, if you were to live, live for Christ. If we were to die, die for Christ. Like, that's what we're called to. And, you know, the thing is, we're not, every bit of our life isn't made to be put on some silver screen. It's not made to be, to be to, to be the headline of a video game. Right. It's, it's. It's like these heroic acts are done in the privacy of our own minutes of our own lives. Like we don't need to be out there shouting about it. Or there doesn't need to be a plane with a banner going across saying, look at what so and so did, he saved this many people. That's not what we're in this for. We're in there to fight constantly in this spiritual battle. And it's in the interior. And that's what I want people to understand today is like, to be a hero is to stand up first and foremost against yourself every day. When yourself is saying, I want to watch porn, that's an op- that's an opportunity to say, you know what, I'm not that kind of man. And I'm not gonna treat women like that. I'm gonna do what what John Paul II said, that it's the dignity of every man to protect the dignity of every woman. Like that's a heroic moment. That's a, a significant moment where you can make a difference. Everybody else in the world might be watching this, but I'm not. You know, there's all these opportunities in our life each and every day to live and to find where you're significant. And you know, it, it takes. It starts with asking yourself and asking the Lord, like, what am I? What am I good at? What am I called to? So I can identify my gifts. That's the first and foremost thing. Like, what is it that I can give of myself to Jesus Christ, so He can, He can have another soldier in the battle, right? right. And I can, I can leave a significant spot in this world. Like, I, I was, this was my gifting. This is how I used it, and it affected these people. Because here's the thing, like, we're trapped into thinking we, we should get. To understand the impact we're making now, right? I did something. I should have an affirmation immediately. I should have a reward. If we've done it correctly, we should die, go to heaven first of all, and then be able to turn around when Jesus has got his arm around us and say, "Look at all the people you brought with you." That should be when we seek our affirmation. You know, if we're really being heroic, if we're really seeking to make a difference, trying to answer this call of our of our heart of what am I what am I supposed to do? What is my purpose? then we should do it without ever asking for that affirmation or for that confirmation, but just to do it because we've had that conversation with Christ. This is what I'm good at, this is what you called me to do, and with your constant uh, discernment through prayer, I'm gonna go do that. And at the end of the day, when my life's over, my all that confirmation, affirmation, reward should come from you.
1: Yeah, well even, like you were talking about earlier, even the disciples had issues of, of who's, who's gonna be the leader. You know, remember yeah. that, that grumbling? And what did he say? He said, you know, uh, first of all, it's the one that serves, you know, serves the mm-hmm. best, or what serves, the, and everyone is the one that has the greatest right. you know, effect. And that's what, like I said, whatever your gift is—a serving or teaching, or I mean, prophesying—I mean, there's many different gifts. Mm-hmm. But like I said, if if you're not sure about it, go to the go to the scriptures and go to the prayer and 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 seek it out because we need you. Right. We really do. Well, and that's the thing—if you want to. That's the point of this whole show. If you want to look for a hero, if you want to look for
0: your purpose, you want to look for your significance, look at Jesus Christ. I mean, I love that t-shirt that's out there. I don't know if you've seen it, but there's like all these superheroes like Superman and Spider-Man and Wolverine and all those guys. And they're all sitting on like this beam off of like a tower that's being constructed. Spider-Man's hanging upside down and Jesus is sitting there. And they're all listening to him. He has a Bible open and he says, and that's how I saved the world. Mm-hmm. And all these superheroes are looking at him like, wow, that's the person we need to look at, the person that did everything right, that showed us how to do it, how to live your life, how to see the, the dignity of every person, the poor, the sick, the needy, how to make time for each person, how to give your life to truly follow up on what he says, you know, um, to die and to know it's okay, I'm dying for my father. And I think that's the point we all have to get to, is to say, like, It's God or anything else. I mean, or nothing else. That's it. Like, when it comes to it, my faith, what I'm called to, Jesus Christ and his mission is the most important thing in this world, in my life. And if I'm to die to it through little moments of denying myself, or if one day I'm called to give my life, that's what my significance and purpose in this world is is to live out the call of Jesus Christ to find others, to bring them to him, to live a virtuous life, to make a difference in this world. Like, period. Whether it's a, a Big Bang, you know, it's a Joel Olstein or a a Billy Graham or a Pope John Paul II impact, or whether it's a the guy that you never see, the woman cleaning the altar every week in the church, you know, the the deacon that's unheralded that never never gets any appreciation for for taking the, the Eucharist to all the sick that he has, the, the deaths that he's witnessed, the priests that, that that don't get the recognition for the sacrifices they've made. You know, being a hero doesn't mean being being in the lights. It means understanding what my purpose is and doing it well and doing it every single day of my life when it gets hard, when, it, when it's easy or hard, when things come natural or when they don't. You know, being able to operate out of my comfort zone But honestly, to answer the call of Jesus Christ each and every day, to be in communication with him so I know what that call is, and then answering it no matter what's asked of me. That's what we're talking about here. And if you start doing that, if you're able to find that in your life, and to to kind of walk that line, then you're gonna find out, all these other things I'm trying to throw myself into, to find myself, to look for myself, the answer lies in what Jesus Christ desires of me personally. And when we figure that out, we can be the hero that our heart asks us to be. We can be the, 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 we can understand our purpose, you know, and walk with that purpose.
1: And be honest in our purpose, you know, and that's the thing is once once you know who you are, the confidence of of serving Christ, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's quite an amazing experience. I mean, knowing that you're guided by the Holy Spirit and feeling that everything has been led up to a certain event, and that when you find yourself in that event, and you look back on your life of of the faithful f- footsteps that you followed that Christ has set mm-hmm. for you and the God the Father has set for you, it's quite an amazing experience when when you find yourself among other people, who who f- faithfully followed their own will as well, right? You know, for, well, their will of God, but in in the sense of their life to change others with them,
0: right? And as we always say, it starts at home. It yeah. starts with your family. You want to be a hero? Go be a hero to your kid. You know how to do that? Spend time with them. Like show them you care put down your phone, do away with all these other things, show them that they matter to you. Because you're not just affecting them, you're affecting the generations to come, their kids and their kids and their kids. Go and be a hero to your wife, put hers first. I mean, I struggle with it, I'm better at it than I used to be, but every opportunity we can do that is just pouring graces into your family. God is using you to pour those graces through to continue to affect the generation around you. That's how we can be men, like stop looking at at war movies. And look, I mean, we can all go to those Avengers movies. I love them and do all that. Watch them, enjoy them. But don't put more credence in them than you need to. You know, understand that's exactly what it is. Entertainment. entertainment yep. It's entertainment. And leave it with that. And then say, you know what? If I aspire to those things, these qualities and these characteristics that I take out of that, understand that all those good things are the same things that I can find in my Lord. And I can go and put into place in my life to make a difference in those around me. Not some fictional you know, virtual world where nothing is real and I just make up who I want to be and I can be anything and anybody, but be the person that God calls you to be because he doesn't make mistakes. He didn't make a mistake in a design. He didn't cause sin and death and all that we did. We're the ones that made the mistake. His design is perfect and you're a perfect piece of that design. So find your place in that puzzle. Find your place in this world and what you're supposed to be good at. Have that conversation with the Lord and then start to do it. Start to live it out in your life Every single day, and you will find that you are no longer looking for what my purpose is or how to do it well or you know, or what I'm supposed to do, but how to do it better and do it to the best of my ability, right? So, guys, thanks for listening. All you saints and future saints out there, you know, you can always find us at dot com. We've got a YouTube channel, we've got Facebook, Instagram. Go out there and search for us, and thanks for listening. So, why don't we close with a prayer, Victor? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen, Heavenly Father. We all have a longing to know our purpose. Deep down, we all want to feel as if our lives are significant. Help us to understand that this longing is a call to your mission. And Father, remind us that our desire to feel significant can be fulfilled by bringing those around us to you. In the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at
1: gmail.com.